It's very, very important to remember that the goal in parenting is to raise a godly adult. And then it's important to back up what are some of the ingredients of raising a godly adult. Servant leadership is certainly important. Welcome to another edition of Parenting on Purpose from Sheridan House Family Ministries. Here's Dr. Bob Barnes. Servant leadership is something we talk about. Servant leadership is something that we like to see in the leaders that we we, we follow. Uh, certain servant leadership is uh, is so so important, and yet I'm not sure we're raising children to be servant leaders if we're not careful. I think we're raising them, and and you talked about this yesterday, Tori. The, the balance there's there is a balance between my child has individual gifts, uh, but my child uh, needs to not be a self centered individual. It needs to be another. My child, I want to raise a child to be an other oriented individual, someone who is uh, there to help bring out the best in the people around them. That's called leadership. And so it, it's important that we process uh, this uh, this goal in raising a child. I heard a great story the other day. Uh, Rick's son, Tyler, Tyler Weber, was going for an interview at the university he's at now in the sports department. And as he was walking through the locker room, the uh, coach was way out in front of him and he stopped and bent down and there are two basketballs that were left on the floor and not in the basketball rack. As he was going, he picked up the basketballs and racked them up um, and didn't realize that the coach ahead of him watched him in the reflection of the windows uh, do that. And uh, one of the reasons he got the job on the spot is mm. because he did something he didn't know he was being watched for. It was just natural. It's just natural. I've known Tyler since he was a little boy, and he was one of the ones when we'd finish an event here, when everybody else's kid is grabbing a basketball to go out and play, Tyler stops, would stop and help me carry shelves out of a single mom event. That was just him. And I've always said to Rick, you know, we're all going to be working for him one day. He absolutely flat out gets it. I, I, I want to teach that in a child that, okay, let's run and play basketball. It's all about me. Or is there anybody need any help? Is there anything I can do here? Um, and and that's that, that really, I know why. Tyler Weber's like that. I know where Tyler Weber got that. His dad is like that. His dad is a servant leader. And so the example I set for my kids in finding this balance of, of the family is here to be served. The family's not here to serve you. Uh, and that's the soil we raise a servant leader in. That's the soil we raise an adult that people want to hire, want to be around in. And, and it's very important that I set that uh, example of sacrificing for my family. How much of that do you think is personality? Oh, I wish you hadn't asked me that. I have, I have no clue. I, I think I, I think here I'm going to just give a thought on that. Uh, one of the fun things about having you here is you ask questions that we haven't discussed ahead of time, so I have no clue what the answers are. Um, so if you could kind you of think on your if feet. you could kind of lob them up to me a little easier, I, I think I'm born self centered. I think a child is born self-centered, and I think one of the reasons a child is born self-centered is for survival. Me, me, feed me, feed me, feed me, and and I think God allowed us to be born self-centered for survival. I think he also allowed us to be, I mean, I think we're also born self-centered because we're sinners. I, I, I'm not a sinner because I sin. I sin because I'm a sinner. Mm -hmm. And so part of the me, uh, I mean, let's face it, the greatest, greatest sin, the greatest sin is comes out of a self-centeredness. Mm -hmm. Me. Uh, no matter who else it hurts, me. No matter who else, whatever, me. And so I, I, I think uh, my self-centeredness is something I'm born with. And I think one of the biggest part of parenting is to not only, and this is a harsh word, and I don't know I want to use this word, but break that self-centeredness, uh, mold that self-centeredness, uh, um, get rid of that self-centeredness. Bend and, it. You want to bend yeah, it. Yeah, that's a better one. Bend it. 
Um, but I think also uh, for the child's happiness in the future, life is not all about me. Uh, I've watched some friends, uh, some of my closest friends who are well-to-do uh, in, in, in the early days buying exotic cars and buying this and buying that. And I've watched some friends sell those cars, and I've watched them, watched them get normal cars, and both of them because they want to give more. And they get it. They want to give more. And I watched one of them even say it. He realizing that tithing is bare bones obedience, and and he he has set a percentage that's very aggressive uh, to reach because it's not about me. We got what we want. We're doing fine. Um, I, I I think what what I want to do is I want to raise a child uh, who gets this principle in Romans twelve one. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, in view of what God has done for you, when you look at God's mercy, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. My worship is uh, what do I sacrifice? And it's a, it's not even a sacrifice for the people around me as much as it is for God. It's you will remember this. You and m- mom and the four of us went to the Messiah. And we're sitting at the Messiah listening to the Messiah. And 12-year-old Roby looks over at me and says, Dad, do you like this music? <laughs> and I said, no, I don't like this. And unfortunately, we said it loud enough for the people in front of us to hear. Okay. No, we don't like this music. And Roby says, so why are we here? And I said, because your mom likes this music. And so well, why did we have to come? Basically, he didn't ask this next question. Why? We, because your mom wants us there and your mom likes this music. And and so that's why we're here. And and it's the process of teaching. There's so much sacrifice, little like that, teeny sacrifice and big sacrifice. But it needs to be taught. It needs to be announced. It's why mom wasn't there to wash dishes. And 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 there's a whole re-indoctrination that you had to do for the kids in the children's homes. Um, and, and watching a self-centered, angry, uh, boundaryless child come into a children's home, and moms don't wash dishes in the children's homes, and moms don't push a vacuum cleaner in our children's homes. It was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're there to serve mom, serve mom, serve mom. And it's a mindset that's not in the American culture anymore. And I think it's interesting because going back to personality, there's some kids that are going to have more of a bent towards this. There's some kids that are going to be more sensitive in serving others, and it seems like like the kids that are the the go-getters, the strong-willed, they they may not have as much of a bent. I mean, I'm I'm even thinking of my two children. I have my very strong child is not as aware of other things. He's very focused, he's very passionate. Now those those are kids that are going to are going to move and shake the world. So those are the kids I feel like you have to focus so hard on making them not making them, making them aware of being a part of the family team, even though it's difficult, even though they may kick back, even though because you want, those are going to be leaders. And I think we need to make sure, not yep. that not that my pleaser is not going to be a leader, but. That's the first time I've ever t- heard you refer to him as a pleaser. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that because he is a pleaser. And the best part. I still don't think so, but I said it for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. The best, being part of the team would here. Be quiet so I can talk. <laughs> the best leaders on the planet are pleaser leaders. They lead with their heart, not not with their drive. Uh, and and barbarian leaders have to be really retooled because barbarian leaders can tend to use people to get what they want. Uh, pleaser leaders bring the people along and then give the people the credit around them. And there's a training involved in that. Um, but I think for both, because I think oh totally you the passionate people I feel like are the ones that I mean to me the Peters the. But he has—he had to be made aware of the people around him. <laughs> yes, he did. 
and he's out of the boat before he's thinking about being out of the boat right. and walking on water till he's thinking, what in the world did I just do? But then um, you have the Thomases who are the quiet and... and the Johns. Right. Who did mo- more writing than Peter. Right. Um, I, I, I think what we're saying, we, we're in agreement here. Every temperamental <laughs> leader, every child leader, there is no doubt, leadership is a training issue. It's not a born, I'm born that way issue. And in the process for both of them, because the pleaser has a downside, the pleaser... Uh, can tend to want to just, I want everybody to be happy, so I'll do really foolish things, you know, mm-hmm. for everyone to be happy. I mean, it was the difference between you and Roby. Um, you, once you got walking out of a bad party, you got walking out of a bad party, and you brought people with you. Uh, unfortunately, to our house on date night one night when I wanted the house all to myself, but you brought people with you, which was absolutely, it was like, wow, this is huge. Where Roby, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, and and it was both both have to be taught this kind of leadership. But one temperament may need to be taught more than others of why we're serving. You know, for instance, walking by two different hilarious incidents. It was your week to do to do the dishwasher, unload the dishwasher, and we walk by, and I say to Roby, "Let's help Tori unload the dishwasher." She says, it's, "It's not my week." I said, "Yeah, that's what makes it fun." And he's looking at me like I'm crazy. We help you unload the dishwasher. You're 12 years old, and you don't say thank you. And we walk away, and Roby's really mad. <laughs> and I, he says, "She didn't even say thank you." And I said, "Yeah, she didn't say thank you because we didn't do it for her. We did it for God, right? Didn't we do it for God?" And he's looking at me like, "What planet are you on?" Flip side is uh, it's Roby's turn. And we we uh, we help Roby. You and I come walking in from tennis or whatever you're doing. We help Roby, and uh, he says thank you. But it was a weird moment there. On uh, almost from my perspective, almost too much thank you. To, so that we'll do it always type thing. It was a manipulative thank you. And so watching these two personalities and and watching your personalities uh, directing you to serve and trying to make it fun to help you guys do that and me laughing and pushing you out of the way uh, while we're doing it. And everybody's kind of laughing. And it's a slow, 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 slow process of of teaching servant leadership, teaching we're not the center, teaching this is Tori's job and we're family. So we're here to help. We are here to help. I I have I mean I I think I'm currently working with a six year old and a three year old, mm-hmm. so I think that this concept starts teeny. I mean I I think even that's that's what the whole concept of sharing is, and for me personally, you know we kind of have community toys now. I do have two boys, so that makes life a little bit easier. But they sh- they share their toys. I mean it was funny because Judah had. Uh, one of Reuben's Ninja Turtles <laughs> the other day and um, Reuben I mean Judah brought it to pick up Reuben so Reuben picks it up in the car because it's his Ninja Turtle and it was an interesting moment where you know I had to say buddy Judah brought that and Reuben's well it's mine I'm like I know it's yours but Judah brought it to play with and so I mean it was an interesting even teaching them to share and it, that that's part of being a team oh absolutely and going crazy when they do, yes. even if they didn't do it well <laughs> and didn't do it with a great attitude. I would like my six-year-old to say, you know what, mom, you're 100% wrong, right? And I'm sorry for the indiscretion <laughs> and for picking up the Ninja Turtle. Uh, what was I thinking? That certainly wasn't a godly thing to do. Uh, in fact, if your child does that, get them to therapy quickly <laughs> um, because children are supposed to be children right. and they're going to function like children. And so I, I think this is almost – 
caught as much as it's taught. It's taught, it's taught, it's taught, it's taught. But I think they need to see me doing it as an adult. They see, they need to see me serving. They need to see me, you know, serving my wife. They need to, especially dad serving his wife. And, and Jesus was so, uh, incredible about this when, when he's in the Ephesians passage on what it means to be a husband's, a husband. And he said, and husbands, love your wife as much as Christ loved the church. And you would think there should be a period after that. And you wouldn't have to go. And Jesus didn't want us to miss this. Husbands, love your wives as much as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And there's so, such a no selfie in that. Mm-hmm. And how much did he give himself up? I mean, the cross isn't even the big give up. The coming down from heaven at all. Mm-hmm. Giving up his high and lifted up place in heaven where Revelation tells us there's 200 million angels serving him. And singing and praising him. And he gives up all that praise, all those servants, and he comes down for one reason, to be beaten and die and hung and all the disgusting things for his bride. He gave up everything for her. And then he has the, the, then my father looks at me and says, Bob, that's how much I want you to love your wife. There's nothing in our culture that teaches that. Our culture will not teach. Our culture doesn't teach sacrifice. Our, our culture actually doesn't teach. Even the church culture doesn't teach. No, you don't have to give. You get to give. You have anything to give. Tithing, whoa, bare bones beginning. And so even, even more so in my marriage, what am I giving up? And so I honestly, I think that's where the whole sex component comes in, in an awesome way. Because we think it's something you get and it's supposed to be something you give. And I will never forget the lady at, at uh, Zondervan is saying to me out loud, you just explained the difference between having sex and making love. I get it. I, I, I think the bottom line here is... Why do you bring this up every time I'm in here? Sex? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, um, no, I'm, now you make me feel like a pervert. I mean, I'm in here with my daughter. I don't know. So anyway, I'm, I'm just looking at the notes here. And why do you ask difficult questions? I Wow. I Because I th- there's a lot of moms, the minute I use the, that three-letter word, they're going for the dial and turning it off. I, I know that. I, I think that... My children need to see me serving. The farmer got up early, went out and served, came back in. She had a lunch for him. He went back out and just worked his brains out. Why? For the next generation to have a better farm. And so I want my children to see next generation to have a better farm. Uh, Our job is to raise servant leaders. Leaders are disciplined. Servant leaders are disciplined and love God. They know the reason. They know why. You've been listening to Parenting on Purpose, a ministry of Sheridan House Family Ministries. And if you want to find out more about what goes on at Sheridan House, uh, the Children's Homes Counseling Center, the many resources online that benefit all these ministries, go online to shfm.org. You'll find a wealth of stuff there as well. And if you want to hear today's program again or search another topic, we've covered so many things on parenting. You can search for them with simple keywords online at parentingonpurpose.org and sign up to get this podcast podcast automatically uh, five days a week. Again, that's at parentingonpurpose.org. We hope you join us next time right here on Parenting on Purpose.